Bulletcast for life. Get up, get up! This is a revolution! This is our time to rise! Ladies and gentlemen, you know the name, you know the voice, you know exactly why I'm here. Just in case you don't, I'm a 25-year-old piece of gold, the Messiah, the microphone of the greatest sports recreational podcast around the world today, a former Bully Cats champion. Uh, you never, you know I never do it alone. He's my tag team partner, the Jimmy to my J, the Totem Arn, a Stevie Ray to my Booker T. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the host of the award-winning Under the Radar, host and creative for Buzz and Chair Shots, the first ever and current 13-time Bullet Cast champion, the Canadian Destroyer, BT, Brandon Tanguma. Brandon, it's Thursday. You know what that means. Another edition of the Bullet Cast. Philip, I'm doing just fantastic. Hold on to that Bullet Cast title. We're going into a defense this weekend. Happy Memorial Day to everyone who has served past, present, future. Memorial Day, Monday. Going to be still holding that title. We shall see. I'm coming for you. Cindy's coming for you. I believe Baby Huey's coming for you as well. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to find it out. Bring all the smoke. You it, don't it, it don't matter. It don't matter. It, it don't matter. It don't. All right, guys, before we do it, HD for life. Uh, socials hd.4.life on uh, Instagram and Twitter, HD for life on teesprings.com. Designs, get her done one and two, hurry up one and two, Mr. Sapo one and two, Mr. H Dog, Mother's Love, King H Dog, H Dog Dash, get it, Mr. Pimpin, HD for life Americana, Common Sense, Soldier H Dog. Uh, life safety, HD for life safety, Lily's love, HD for life, orange and pink, uh, softball life, uh, reunite uh, generations, little Rena, little H dog, explode show quality one, two, and three, drinkware, fanny pack, socks, hoodies, t-shirts, sweatpants, tank tops, face masks, tote bags, mugs, pillows, beach towels, posters, blankets, phone cases, stickers, and so much more. HD for life, teesprings.com. You need to get this graffiti artwork clothing line. It's more than a clothing line. It's just, it's just a brand. Just a graffiti brand now. It's a way of life. It For life. Yeah, boom, I am. Uh, I, I see. Know, I've been working in for a marketing agency, so I'm just a great marketer. I was on a meeting the other day. Didn't want to, but, you know, I just sat there and turned my camera off and half paid attention. Oh, you're one of those? Well, I, I mean, I knew I wasn't going to say anything. And so there's four people in the meeting. I saw one of them turn their camera off and I knew I wasn't going to talk or say anything. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to turn my camera off too. So there you go. I, I, I was see. like dead asleep. I was taking a nap at like, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon, like an adult. And then I get a call. It's like, oh, you want to be, can you come into this meeting at two o'clock? And I was like, I mean, I kind of had plans, but sure. Why not? I'm a good little employee. So, so, so you've officially got the job. Uh, well, apparently uh, I had the job before I even knew I had the job because the two weeks was over and it was the Friday and I emailed the boss. I was like, oh, so are we going to talk about, uh, you know, the past two weeks and then, you know, what our future holds for us? And then he called me back and he was like, oh, well, I thought I already told you I gave you the job. You're doing great work, kid. Well, you didn't say kid, but, you know, I'm trying to do my Vince McMahon impression. But, uh, yeah, so been grinding for the past month. Just love to see it. My boy, my boy. Oh, I might cry. I might cry over here. Can't play video games anymore. My nights are all ruined. You have the weekends, though. (laughs) I mean, I pretty much just have Saturday. That's the only day. Friday, Friday night and Saturdays are my weekends because I have to write stuff for Monday. And I'll be honest. I don't even know if I'm working Monday or not. They haven't told us. Oh, man. No, I, I I hope you are, man. 
Hey, but it's so oh, hard. I am not because if that means I'm not working Monday means I can get absolutely wrecked, which means more than likely you will get a junk drunk Brandon pay-per-view recap. I'm, I'm all for it, man. It, it's going to be great, man. But uh, I've, 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 I've been doing some things, Brandon. I've uploaded some interviews um, with Anthony Trevino, boss man slash the uh, promoter owner of Ugwa uh, on Monday. That, that was a great one. It was, it was different, man. I was a, uh, I, if if you guys watched the interview and got contact high, imagine how I felt. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All this all the smoke was there. Uh, then Wednesday, I uploaded the interview with the uh, Juicy Finale, which that, that was a great conversation. The camera died in the middle of the interview, but I'm a concert professional. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. A great man once told me, Chris Van Vliet, he once told me that audio was more important than video. Hence why kind of we stopped doing video. Amen, because no one wants to see my ugly mug. Hey, you're 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 an attractive fellow. Man, the the beard's getting a little out of control right now. I mean, I gotta... so, some of the ladies are like, "So where's uh, where's the other guy that's usually with you?" I'm like, "Oh, I mean, oh we Brandon? all know the other, we all we know the other guy was just a sex god." No, 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 not not him. They're talking about like oh the the guy that's usually with you. I'm like, "Oh, Brandon, he'll he'll be making a run in man." West Coast Pro, the tickets have gone on sale. Brandon might pop up there. Maybe we'll see how my schedule awesome. lines up. Have, have you seen that? Call your people. I, absolutely. Have you seen the interviews, Brandon? Well, of course, I've seen the interviews, Philip. You know, this is the great thing that you've been doing this past year, these past couple months. Now that the pandemic is kind of on its decline, so you've been going to a lot more wrestling shows, and you've been putting out the content. We took a little bit of a lull, you know, at the end of 2020, and so now shows are back. You put in the grind. Great stuff. People tell us all the time. They people outside of the Bay Area don't know really any of these people. Hell, I'm in the Bay Area. I don't really know these people, and so getting to listen to them and hear their stories, it's always a fantastic listen. Absolutely, and uh, the juicy one. That guy's going to be a star. I'm excited for that. Also, I'm uploading another interview on Friday with uh, West Ghost Design. That, that was a great conversation we had just catching up. You know about the uh, the championships that he's been making because dude's been killing it, man. He's He's been killing it. It's 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 awesome. I, I love what he's doing. So look forward to that on Friday. But um, we got some big news. A lot of news has been breaking the last couple of days, and uh, since last week, since we've last spoken. So here we go. Crowds are going to return to WWE. Live crowds are going to return to World Wrestling Entertainment for a twenty. It was originally a twenty-five city tour, but they've announced more dates. Brandon, do, do you have the article? Of course I have the article, Philip. I, I, I know you didn't tell me ahead of time, but we're on just such a connection that I knew you wanted me to pull something up right before the podcast. And so, of course, I have the article. That's probably from like a week ago. So if I just, oh, here we go. Got it. WWE reviews reveals next three dates on their summer tour. They are going to go on July 23rd they're gonna have a smackdown take place at the rocket mortgage field house in cleveland cleveland stand up oh io thank you very much philip uh then they're going to be going to the t-mobile center in kansas city missouri on monday july 26th for an episode of raw then friday july 30th an episode of smackdown they will be at the target center in minneapolis minnesota so they are putting in the work we're getting a, a lot of television shows back and uh Crowds are back. AEW beat them to the punch with the announcement. But around the same time, I believe crowds will be back. And as we kind of expected, a lot of Texas, a lot of, you know, the, the more open states. But 
I mean, here in California, I believe Jill, uh, June 15th, I believe we're going to be like pretty much open. I know the A's just announced that they're going to be having full capacities in the middle of June. So we're, uh, we're getting in the swing of things, Philip. Yes. Normal life is approaching. It is upon us, man. This is great, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I, I, I can't wait. And the Dallas Fort Worth area holds a place in my heart. You know, that's, I, I, uh, I did some, I did some time out in Dallas, man. You know, I was, uh, I was associated with those streets for, for a little bit, for a little bit to bit. Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm excited. You know, once they come here, it's over. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I will be in attendance when WWE is in the Bay area. You can believe that. Believe that. Someone used to say that. And that was like their catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I, I hear that guy's the tribal chief now. Uh, so, Brandon, what are your thoughts on live crowds returning to WWE? Well, you know, I've been kind of the one who's been hesitant for the returns of the crowds, but I think I'm kind of at that point now where me personally, I'm vaccinated. We got a lot more people who are vaccinated. And it's almost kind of like at the point to where if you, if you know, if you haven't gotten it, you probably could have. And it's kind of like, you know, you're on your own now, buddy. So, we're getting back to normalcy. Unfortunately, I think over here in California, it's going to take some time for uh, those companies to kind of mosey their way down over here. Cause I, I haven't exactly been paying attention to like the indoor venues on when those can be hundred percent capacity if they can be. So, I mean, I'm excited. AEW has done a really good job at being able to, uh, you know, cultivate an atmosphere. They've had some fans in attendance recently, WWE. I mean, at first when, the pandemic started and we were watching wrestling with literally like no fans, no people in the arena. It was really weird. And then I started to get used to it. And now it's almost going to be weird to have whatever 15,000 people in an arena on a weekly basis in the crowds and on WWE's scape. I'm really intrigued to see what they do just because I think they took some liberties with some stories and some angles that they probably would not be getting away with. Like literally everything with Alexa bliss that, isn't going to fly in front of a live crowd and and yeah, yeah so i'm yeah, excited man. to see what uh, happens thoughts and thoughts and uh prayers going out to alexa uh, alexa bliss larry steve her beloved pet pig passed away a couple of days ago so i know she's been going through it she did a little, little live or a little video on instagram and you can see just her eyes bloodshot red she's been crying she's been going through it so uh prayer prayers up to her and uh r.i.p larry steve no but yeah this is actually perfect that we're talking about the fans coming back to WWE. So a fan mail, Dan, he, he wrote us and he said, I heard on cheap heat. Uh, I heard this on cheap heat. What's the one thing that you uh, would keep from the pandemic era of wrestling? SGG said he would keep the Thunderdome thoughts. And yeah, yeah. So I, I did hear that. So apparently uh, stat guy, Greg would keep the Thunderdome for weekly television. What are your thoughts on that? Well, as a cynic, of WWE who hasn't been putting out a good product even before the pandemic started, they were not getting good crowds. Now from these announcements, I believe for the most part, if not all the shows are kind of like, you know, non house shows, they're going to be like television and stuff like that. So they're almost kind of eliminated the house show market, which I think is something that we've kind of expected for a long time, especially with the kind of money they're getting for these television shows that the wrestlers can not have to travel the roads all the time and still make just as much money. There'll still be international tours and things like that, but 
I don't think it's going to happen because WWE and like Fox was like the one pushing for the live crowd atmosphere. And that is really what I love most about wrestling. And honestly, like that's when I judge how great a match is, is how much the crowd reacted. And so it's been really tough for me to kind of gauge how good a match really is when they're wrestling in front of nobody. I understand. I understand. What should they keep it for like 205 live and main event? Poss- I mean, I haven't been watching any of that stuff, but I would just assume like you that's can, that's you can really that where at the, look, at the people, PC or sorry, at the CWC. Look, look, people talk about NXT and 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 dark and dark elevation and all this. Hey, man, main events where it's at. Main event in two hundred five lot have been the best shows of, of the pandemic era. We just don't talk about them because I feel like I'm the only one that's watching. Man, there's some executives out there that are watching just to make sure that WWE actually produces it because they're paying them for it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. As we move on from that, um, a lot of news, a lot of news, some more releases or a, another release, or there were more than like the social media department and whatnot, but the biggest one, Tom Phillips, after nearly 10 years with WWE, he has been released. This was a shock. I'm surprised. Brandon. How do you feel about Tom Phillips leaving WWE? I don't know if I would say it's like a shock because he was replaced on Raw for Adnan Verk and he wasn't doing anything. He didn't go back to NXT. That's Vic Joseph's role. And honestly, like I kind of thought Tom Phillips was was good in his role at on Raw. You know, he's kind of like a robot. He doesn't have too many emotions. He kind of has like one gear you, and that's... Are you kidding me? Whenever Montez would hit that frog splash, from the heavens... Come on, man. I was just about to put him over. Okay. okay? okay. I got to bury him before, you know, you, you bring him back up to life. But I did kind of, I did enjoy the, the banter that, that him, Corey and uh, Byron had. Like you can tell that they've been together for a long time, like back in the NXT days coming up through there. So he definitely was better than Adnan Verk. And when it comes to like the cookie cutter, you know, corporate announcers that they've kind of, whatever pumped out in the last whatever 20 years since Michael Cole, honestly, Tom Phillips has probably been one of the better ones. And I really did enjoy him on NXT. I know that's kind of more triple H's thing. So he's not going to be yelling and producing every single thing. And even Michael Cole was pretty good at NXT. So overall it, it does kind of suck. I, I really wonder what he does. Cause I don't follow him personally. So I don't know what his interests are. If he's a sports guy or if he might go somewhere else. We know broadcast. what his, we know what his interests are. I mean, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I mean, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's gone from the company. Um, when nature calls, you can't, you can't do anything about it. That's true. You hate, you hate to see it, ladies and gentlemen, you really do. Uh, b- Especially uh, when you're stuck on a plane, there's really nowhere to go. Really nothing to do. Uh, best of luck in all your future endeavors to Tom Phillips. Adnan Verk, he, he and WWE have a, uh, mutually agreed to part ways. So for a little bit that, uh, that raw commentary, uh, chair was open. I, I almost, I almost filled out an application, Brandon. I, I almost was like, you know what? I'll throw, I'll throw, I'll throw my name in the hat. Why not? Right, right. You put, you put in those GSW tapes. Be like, look what I can do. I can look, t- look, look, look what I can do. You know what I mean? You know, to, to call to call a battle royal where you really don't know the talent and for it to sound that good. Come on, come on. Honestly, I, I wouldn't want to do that job. I mean, Vince, I like Vince. Like, I love Vince McMahon. But him in my ear, I'd be so nervous. I'd be like uh, four, uh, three hours. I, I no, I the time isn't the problem. It's just, I mean, it's Vince, it's Vincent Kennedy McMahon. 
he like when we talk like he like when we talk about great creators, everybody goes Walt Disney and 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 Stan Lee and Dr. Seuss and Bob Kane who invented Batman. Nah, Vince Vince is at the he's at the top of the food chain. You know what I mean? Like that that, that that's just the aura that the guy that the guy puts off. You know what I mean? So I, I'd I'd be I'd be nervous. I'd be nervous as all hell. But uh, yeah, I mean they got a replacement. They got a uh, Jimmy Smith. What, was he a UFC MMA commentator? He's done some done some work in the combat sports realm. I will be honest. I'm the MMA guy on the podcast. I maybe I've heard him, but I don't know what he would bring to the table. I mean, Adnan Verk comes from the sports MLB background, and I mean, even from the from the jump, it it was not good. And for the most part, I don't listen to the, or pay attention to the commentary. And I could tell he was being carried so heavily by Corey Graves and Byron Saxton. And he really wasn't getting any better. And I don't know how this relationship, how this partnership came about, but it almost kind of felt like he's a, he's a, a pretty big name in the sports broadcasting sphere. And he like kind of liked wrestling or had an interest in it. And so they brought him in, but yet he doesn't really know that much about wrestling. Like Pat McAfee, com- you know, same time frame but he's clear as day way better and has it like down pat, no pun intended compared to, to Adnan. Yeah, man. I mean, um, I, Jimmy, I, I, he hosted a, uh, in a, a pre-show before a takeover with Sam Roberts. He sounded okay there, but honestly, that's not commentary. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see on Monday night. If, if he had, if he can do the job. Oh, he's, so he's the guy who does the NXT pre-shows. Uh, he did it like a couple times. Okay, that's why you kind of looked familiar. Yeah, so I mean, we'll, we'll I, see. I, you know, I'll watch. I like watch the like the last two minutes. So and yeah. by that point, I'm not even paying attention. To be Re- rewatch a couple of the pre-shows, and you, you'll be able to get a feel out for what he might be doing on commentary. Yeah. I'll just listen to him for three hours because I definitely watch all three hours of Raw, and I don't fast forward through any of the matches or the commercials. Well, you shouldn't. You should watch the whole thing. And then they're sitting there in on my couch with my popcorn and my my soda. I'm just enjoying life with my little Dr. with my souvenir Pepper, cup. Right? Uh, yeah, or a Coke Zero if I'm trying to be a little healthier. I mean, they they have Diet Dr Pepper. I mean, once you just drink I mean, that. we do have we do have Diet, Diet Dr Pepper, but I mean, if I'm gonna have a Dr Pepper, I'm with the real thing. So I mean, it's, no, norm, it's, normally it's my not, rotation is Coke Zero mainly. With it's us. not it's not that big of a difference. It is that big of a difference. Do you know they have the strawberry Dr Pepper now? Do you, Do you know this is the thing now? Brennan, we're gonna have to cheers over some strawberry Dr. Peppers. I don't know. I know you're the Texas guy. Have you been over in the uh wherever the place is over in Dr. Pepper land? I need to go there. That's one uh, of the things I would love to go. Is I, I didn't I, I didn't know this was this is like a museum. I some I need to look it up now. I want to say Plano, Texas, but I know it's not Plano, Texas. Where is all the Dr. Pepper stuff in Texas? Because that's like the big like, thing. Was it like Oak Cliff? <laughs> is it like Oak Cliff? Is it, is it Dallas? Is it Fort Worth? Is it, is it, uh, where, where are we? Where's it at? Do I, you know? I believe, I believe it's in, in Waco. Waco. I've been to Waco, Texas. I've, I've, I've been to Waco. Yes. Okay. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the turf. Brand, you know, I, hey, man, I got some, uh, I got a cousin out, out out that way, man. You know, we can crash at her crib. We don't got to pay for a hotel or Airbnb player. If you want to make this happen one day, let me know. I'll set it up. All right. I'll go out there, you know, meet some of the family that I've never. Look at that. Dr. Pepper Snapple State. There is one in Plano. Now, now I need to, like, get up and, like, look at the Dr. Pepper can because they're just giving me all these different freaking things. 
all the different things. Everyone, uh, tell, I know Dr. Pepper is a very uh, divisive subject. Let us know if you're Dr. Pepper, yes or no, because people, it's either you love it and it's like, you know, top two soda, or you just absolutely despise it and think it tastes like prune juice. You know who loves Diet Dr. Pepper? You, you, won't, you won't believe it, Brandon. It, it's two wrestlers. Go ahead and take your pick. Are we like main event level WWE wrestlers? Yes, yes. Both of them have been the world champion multiple times. Diet Dr. Pepper, people. Go ahead. Take your pick. Well, we know CM Punk's the, the Pepsi guy. I don't, I don't think Daniel Bryan is a soda drinker. John Cena probably doesn't drink sodas. Big show. No, you have enough. You have, you have, you might, you might be able to get one of them. One of them currently wrestles right now on Monday Night Raw. Randy Orton, Randy Orton, a big Dr. Pepper. No, nope. the Undertaker and AJ Styles. I mean, that makes sense. Two kind of Southern guys, Undertaker from Texas. I mean, come on. It, it, you, you loved it. You love to see it. Uh, some other things you don't love to see are Buff Bagwell. What are we talking about? How did we get to Dr. Pepper? I don't know. You started talking about it. Buff Bagwell's been arrested, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh, because I sit down in my little comfy couch yes, and with my yes. Dr. Pepper and my popcorn. Okay, we got I don't, it. I don't know if Buff Bagwell drinks Dr. Pepper, but he's been arrested for um, some some things. Uh, this is not good for Buff the stuff. I mean, he was um, a pretty, pretty, pretty famous wrestler. Then he becomes a, 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 a gigolo. I'm a been a Lasado. And then I don't know if he even still does that. Now he, he's been arrested. What's what's going on with Buff the Stuff, man? No clue. I mean, he he was in the news because I think he was doing the gigolo stuff and they're doing like a documentary on him. on him. That's kind of the last time I heard of him. And so now he's kind of in the news for the wrong things. But, uh, you know, hopefully he can get his life back on track and hopefully everything uh, works out for old Buff Bagwell. A nice little recovery story. Put him in the Hall of Fame. The man who <laughs> the man the man who ruined the invasion. Pretty much, you know, Buff Bagwell and Booker T. Monday Night Raw, that main event, bro. That it was all downhill from there. We could still be having Monday Nitro or something, but no, just ruined it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Vince was going to get rid of SmackDown and just have Raw Nitro. That was that's what was going to happen, but no. Mm. Uh, the Velveteen Dream has spoken about his release from WWE and also the uh, the allegations of um, inappropriate conduct with uh, minors. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Dream, he put out a statement on his story. It's a lengthy one. Talks about how the Dream was a character. Uh, he did it to the best of his ability. Now the Dream is over. Uh, then he talks about the, uh, the, 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 two, um, the two young men that accused him of inappropriate conduct. And uh, the, dream, the, the Dream put out some... Uh, some interesting stuff. How you know the uh, one of the guys was asking him about uh, you know, training advice and how to get bigger and something something, and uh, the dream sent him. I or I guess one of the photos of him shirtless was the a physique pic. Like, well, you can you can see the progression from here to here, stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, oh, oh man, you know, you hate to see it, man. So, I mean, obviously what the dream is accused of is terrible and he's denied the allegations, everything like that. But I mean, what he did, if there was anything that he did is terrible, but also from what I've heard is there was also like heat behind the scenes of just like him as a person where, you know, he kind of would rub the people the wrong way, maybe quote unquote, live in the gimmick a little too much and not 
asking for help or kind of being a little standoffish. And like as someone who's, you know, kind of an introvert myself, you know, I can kind of see where it's coming from, but you also got to understand the business you're in. And sometimes if people are trying to help you out or you don't want to seek help because you don't want it, then you got to understand that that's probably not going to be uh you know, looked upon the greatest way. So there was, it, it wasn't just the allegations is the reason he was released. There was some other things going on as well. Yeah. I mean, he even popped up after the allegations. So we were like, Oh, I guess, I guess dream is going to kind of get back on the roll, but that's not to be. So I don't know what's going to happen to Patrick Clark. Um, It's, it's a shame. It, it is a shame. He was over. He was super over, man. It, 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 it hurts my heart. It really I mean, does. Whatever, like three years ago, we would talk and ask who is going to be the next person. And honestly, Velveteen Dream was in that conversation because he was taller. He was eccentric. He could wrestle for the most part. Or we kind of expected him to get better in the ring. And it just it never happened. Could you imagine the, the pop full capacity crowd like after WrestleMania 35? If that ow Velveteen Dream, if that had hit. The pop he would have got would have been massive. It's it's a shame, bro. It's a shame. Um, Brandon, John Cena has apologized for calling Taiwan a country. Yes, he did. Um, but it is a country. Yes, Taiwan is a country. So why would he go ahead and apologize if it if he if what he said was correct in the first place? Because as someone who's in fast nine and is trying to get inroads in China and China has billions and billions of dollars at their disposal. And they don't recognize Taiwan as a country, even though it is a country and they should free Hong Kong. And, you know, when John Cena says the wrong thing and he looks around and says, Oh, people are mad at me and I have an image to uphold. So I'm just going to, you know, take my spine out of my back. And I'm just going to say in Mandarin that Taiwan is not a country or he didn't even say that he just apologized for what he said which then also rubbed the Chinese the wrong way because he didn't go as far and he rubbed the other people the wrong way because he was being spineless. So he's in a lose-lose situation. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. And see, I mean, see, this speaks the language fluently. I'm sure he could have had a nice conversation with the people. Uh, smut and filth. This is what Dana Warrior has called the upcoming episode about her deceased husband, the ultimate warrior for Dark Side of the Ring. It's kind of funny how I think they're going to premiere like the same week the A&E doc and then the dark side of the ring doc. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, we, we, we like Brandon put me on to like the, the warrior being like being a, a dark, dark person. Like he, he was not a, he was not a good person. Like I, I ruined th- people's childhoods. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, I wasn't like a fan, you know what I mean? Like he, his run was before we were alive. You know what I mean? Like my 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 introduction. What are you to the, talking about? That run in WCW, they were hanging from the rafters, brother. Look, my my introduction to the Warrior, I found like a clip of him wrestling Orlando Jordan on the internet. Then he comes back, gets inducted to the Hall of Fame, and dies. Like that's 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 my whole experience with the Ultimate Warrior. I mean, like he was not a nice guy. I mean, he said a lot of racist stuff, a lot of a lot of bigotory stuff, and you know you can't just like like oh no that didn't happen. Like you can't do that. You know what I mean? I think that's the kind of angle his wife is going with and then uh the guys from dark side of the ring they created this smut and filth t-shirt to sell on pro wrestling tees the proceeds are going to be going to the lgbtq community so i was like oh all right guys that's some nice shade uh what are, what are your thoughts on dana warrior's comments it makes sense as someone who's who's married to warrior he or she would you know is going to defend him she is her husband she's her wit she's she is his widow her 
Yeah. So, I mean, for someone who, you know, has a dark past and who knows, maybe he did kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel and he kind of realized what he did was bad. But for the most part, he never like voiced those concerns and those apologies and everything like that. So, you know, maybe she knows a different warrior. That's probably true. I mean, I forget what his actual real name. I mean, technically his real name is warrior because he changed it, but John Henning, she, she knows the man behind the gimmick. And so maybe he's a little different person. And obviously she has a much deeper connection to him than any of us ever will. And so, I mean, I understand what she's coming from, but I also disagree. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, people can change. I mean, look at Sean, look at HBK, probably the biggest change of all time. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure he did change uh, or whatever, but he never like, cause it was public knowledge back then. He just never came out and said, Hey, I'm sorry. I mean, he the- said these things at like talking engagements. Yeah. You know, you know, he never came out and just said, I'm sorry for the things I said like that. That never happened. And it, it, it should have, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a shame. All right. Inside of the ring, SummerSlam to be on a Saturday, August 21st. Apparently WWE is looking at some venues. Let me see if I can pull this up here. We out to Vegas? Um, uh, Ugwa's running Vegas August 8th. We out, Brandon? I mean, my people got to talk to your people. I already told you. Really, I, the only days I have free is Fridays and Saturdays. Oh, so. I see. You, you know I'm a, I'm a part of the uh, the Aluma uh, Ugwa, right? The, the Aluma Ugwa. I think that's how, I think that's what we call ourselves. Nice little crew. Nice little crew crew. All right, so here we go. So SummerSlam to take place uh, on a Saturday for the first time ever in an NFL stadium. Uh, they're looking at Miami, Inglewood, Houston, Texas, Las Vegas, East. Oh, they're looking at MetLife again, or, or Nashville, Tennessee. So, I mean, I, I, I'd say go to Vegas. I'd say go to Vegas for uh for SummerSlam. I mean, Vegas kind of makes the most sense because it's a new stadium. They're not going to run WrestleMania there for at least three years, so they can. They can go there for SummerSlam and then come back in a couple years. Inglewood doesn't make sense because they're going to go there in two years. I mean, Nashville kind of makes sense. They probably will have the least amount of, uh, you know, restrictions, if any, by that point. So, but then the weather might be an issue. I don't know. So, and then MetLife, I mean, as you know, a California person, I'm always like, oh, New York just gets everything. And I saw a rumor that maybe they were going to come back to MSG. And I mean, MSG was rocking last night for the playoff game against the Hawks. And so it just kind of makes me miss the, the atmosphere of MSG. And I know they want to go make their money in a stadium if they can sell it, but going back to MSG for a big WWE show is always something I wish they could do a little bit more of, but it's so expensive. So I kind of understand why. Yeah. I mean, uh, there, there were talks of mania like last year being postponed to like June when we thought this was going to be over. And uh, having uh, WrestleMania at, at Madison Square Garden and whatnot, but that wasn't the case. I don't know. I, I love MSG. I mean, it's it's the mecca of entertainment in sports in general. You know what I mean? It's the world's most famous arena. So if they could get something there, that'd be awesome. Uh, Mr. Mayhem, Steve Macklin is back. Uh, the former Steve Cutler, who's a part of the Forgotten Sons in uh, WWE. He, uh, he has reemerged at... And for the company I work for at Global Syndicate Wrestling Catalyst, of course, his uh, girlfriend, fiance, the knockouts champion, Deanna Perrazzo. She was wrestling in the Women's World Cup that night. Uh, yeah, he Macklin showed up with uh, Mucho Chris Mojo and uh, Big Ben Bishop, and uh, he looks like he's going after Alexander Hammerstone for the GSW heavyweight title. 
Uh, did, do you know? Do you know anything about uh, Macklin? Did you watch the indie run? I have not seen anything. I am still waiting for my No Way Jose run. That's all I'm waiting for. Okay. I you know, honestly, if he shows up in GSW, I'm gonna have to quit. The, I'm gonna quit the company. And I just slide right in. I'm oh, the, the Jimmy oh, Smith. Oh, you your Adnan Verk. You, you think you're just gonna take my spot? You think it's you're not, just, you just going to take my spot? It's not taking your spot. It's just replacing you. Big difference. So you're coming for my spot, Brandon? I'm not coming for wow. your spot. It's just if the spot is open, you know, we can have some business negotiations because, you know, I'm a business man. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, this day in wrestling, Monday Nitro 1996, 25 years ago today. Hey, yo, Chico. Scott Hall makes his WCW date uh, re-debut. Uh, remember, he was the Diamond Stud a couple years before that. And, yeah, which kicks off, you know, Nash coming over, then, then, then Hogan's the third man, the NWO, one of the hottest times in wrestling. I think you've heard about this, right? Is right? it the, the New World Organization? The Order. Order, that's the thing. Oh. So the New World Order, Yes. I think they had a they had a wolf pack edition as well, if I'm not mistaken. Why would what like like the North Carolina wolf pack? Like do they like football? It was, bla- it was black and red, you know. The the theme song was pretty dope. The theme you know, uh, something something put you in a body bag. I'm like, oh okay. So they body they body people. I I, I all right, I I can mess with it. So they murdered people like were they natural well, they, born I mean killers? they beat them so bad in the ring that they gotta leave out in a body bag mm, but you wouldn't say they're natural born killers no 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 they're they're not natural born killers okay. they're, they're, they're not they're none of that none of that okay. all right we're on this day in 2002 it is the famous ladder match between Eddie Guerrero and Rob Van Dam for the Intercontinental Championship Brandon have you got a chance to see the icons doc about RVD the whole effing show? Well, of course, because I just watch everything. It was really good. I mean, we talked about the Beth Phoenix one, and now Rob Van Dam. We thought maybe he might have been on the outs, but no, he's with the company. He's in the Hall of Fame now, and they they did the doc on him. Great show. Great show. Love to you, see were, you were at that one show uh, at the, that, that place that should not be named when RVD was there in, in Newark a few years yep. back. And I have like one of my most awkward pictures. Hey man, did you did you talk to him a little bit? Maybe, right. a little bit. Like he, it was crazy because like he's loaded all the time, but he never smells like it. He's got the edibles, bro. Uh, not, nah, 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 he he smoke he's smoking joints, dude. It was funny, man. Like I was, they were trying to get him some markers to sign my picture, and he was like, "You see that girl over there? Uh, she looks like Taylor Swift shaking off." <sighs> That's like when that song was super popular. Yeah, it was like a skinny white girl in this cheetah dress. And I'm like, oh, okay. Can I just have my picture, dude? We need to get RVD on the show, bro. We need to get – Brandon, we never we never do interviews together, you know? We need, we need to interview RVD together one time. Usually I'm the cameraman. I'm the tech guy. Yeah. I saw Starboy Charlie at Ugwa. He said thank you. Mm-hmm. You know? TikTok For famous because of you. To, taking the TikTok stardom. Yes. Yes, absolutely. His theme song should be Starboy Charlie. I'm just saying. I mean, Star Starboy by uh, the weekend. I'm just saying, it, it just makes sense, right? But if he wants his own theme song, I know someone called the Weekday. Sing a great song for you. 
Possibly. Uh, we went from RVD to Starboy Charlie to the weekend, weekday. We're getting all the topics in on this recording. Uh, to finish it up, Eric Bischoff is 66 uh, years old today. Happy birthday to the Hall of Famer. And happy birthday to one half of the women's tag team champions, Natalia Natty Neidhart. You love to see it. The big three happy, nine. Happy birthday, Natty. You know, me and her, we were on television together. No big deal. Absolutely. I, lo- I love Natty. You know, I, I want to interview Natty. She seems like a great interview. She definitely was not overly nice and playing up to the cameras when I met her. No, Natty's definitely Natty, not being super duper fake. Natty's just nice. All right. Mr. X is back. Uh, how well do you think Jimmy Smith will do as a head announcer on Raw? We talked about that. Uh, he does have history with NXT doing analysis, plus his time commentating for UFC and Bellator. I feel should help as a smooth transition. Absolutely. Can we expect more people to lose their jobs at WWE over the next few weeks uh, after this latest string of releases? Yeah, a lot of uh, media talent has been let go. WWE, they, they've just been letting people go left and right, man. And, and last- trimming the fat, and it's because they have too many redundant positions, but... It's like they're doing just fine beforehand, but you know, whatever. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, he also says, uh, I heard you talking about Danhausen last week. If you're interested, you can check out, uh, if you haven't already, his YouTube channel, Love That Danhausen, uh, where you can join him on his uh, quest for human monies. Oh my God. Free swag and unboxing gifts from his fans. Uh, in one of his latest videos, he unboxes the Batman the animated series figures. Plus, you can pick up uh, the shirt I designed for him at the Ring of Honor website. Yes, buy all of Mr. X's merch, wrestling or otherwise. Buy, buy the merch, bro. Buy the merch. I, I love Mr. X. And a shout-out to the homie Peter Stokes. He goes by the uh, the gift of dab on uh, Instagram. He has, he has, he has a uh, little little YouTube series out. Uh, let, me, let, me see, let me see what this is actually called so I can plug, so I can plug the homie. I, I got to put people on, Brandon. You know that's what we're here to do. Paper Plane Pete. That's the name of it. Paper Plane Pete. That's his YouTube channel. Uh, he, he interviewed the Suburban Commandos, a.k.a. the Stoner Brothers from Stoner U. Go go check that stuff out, man. You know He's doing some work with uh, Juicy Finale and Midas Creed and all those guys. So a lot, a lot of great stuff is being in the works for people in the Bay Area. You love to see it. Brandon, Monday Night Raw, it happened. Tell us. Well, it did happen. And we got a, whatchamacallit, Kofi. Going up against Drew and whoever wins faces off against Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell. Shout out to Bobby Lashley once again having the lovely ladies on his arm. Very body positive ladies. Love to see it. And uh, Kofi takes on Drew in a no contest. After we get a double DQ, we get uh, Lashley interfering because who didn't see that coming? And then they uh, go and complain to Mr. Pierce. And Mr. Pierce tells them that next week they're going to have the match again. And then this time, whoever wins is going to face off against uh, Lashley at Hell in a Cell. So they wasted like 25 minutes, 30 minutes of our time for uh, nothing to happen. It was, a, it was a pretty good match. Yeah, but, you know, just like everything else is. So, I mean, we good, we, good work we, and then a, a crappy finish. We, we assume it's going to be Drew, but it needs to be Kofi. Kofi doesn't have to win the title, but we need something different. We need something. We they need didn't explicitly something. say that this match is going to be in Hell in a Cell. So technically this match doesn't need it, especially if it's with Kofi. It would make sense. Now I would wish Kofi didn't just get absolutely squashed at WrestleMania if they had this plan ahead of time, which they probably did not. They're like, oh yeah, Kofi won the, the championship a couple years ago. We should probably like 
do something with them because we don't have any other like main event baby faces to face Lashley. Ah, screw it. We don't need to build them up. People like them anyways. They do. I love Kofi Kingston. My mother loves Kofi Kingston. Mom, you still like Kofi? Yeah, yeah she's not in her. Yes, yeah. So he's still over. Uh, but uh, she's screaming Roman. We're, we're not talking about Roman today, mother. I'm sorry. But yeah. 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 What else happened? Maybe the highlight of the show, which kind of came out of nowhere, to be honest, would be Riddle taking on Xavier Woods. They went for, I don't even know how long. It maybe felt like 15 minutes, but it was a bun- It was good 15 minutes. I mean, God bless Xavier Woods. He fell on his head after he took a suplex, but he powered through. Hopefully we don't get a Ricky Stark situation, but a Riddle breaks out an RKO has a mean mug. Randy face does the whole slithering thing, you know, taking his gimmick. Randy didn't like it on Twitter, which I kind of got a big pop for. And then Riddle snaps out of it. And then he's fun loving bro again. So really enjoyed this match. And uh, they're definitely kind of leading into Riddle turning into Randy. So this definitely looks like they're going to be more of a heelish team going forward. He broke out the three most dangerous letters in all of WWE, in all sports entertainment, anyone. I'd love to see it. Uh, speaking B-R-O? of No, RKO. Speaking uh-huh. of Randy Orton, Jim Ross, AEW commentator, said that he thinks Randy Orton is the best wrestler in the world currently. Chris Jericho said that Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world. But they're both wrong. Brandon, who's the best wrestler in the world? Well, the top champion in the top company, it's got to be Bobby Lashley. There you go. I mean, hey, look, Randy. I mean, look, Randy. Is he better than Kenny? Of course, Randy's better than Kenny. I mean, if, I look. JBL's been saying it on commentary for years, and I've been saying it for a long time on the show too. If you were going to build a sports entertainer, if you were going to build a professional wrestler from the ground up, you would look just like Randy Orton, six four, six five, a nice two forty. Come on, man! Athletic, charismatic sadistic, could tell a great story, could cut at one hell of a promo, has a great finisher that everybody loves. Come on, man. I was trying to go through my head and like legitimately pick who I think is the best wrestler in the world. And I think it's like the most open it's been in like a long time because Okada's hurt. He's not doing the things he's doing. Osprey's on the shelf. I mean, Kenny isn't exactly Kenny right now. Like he'll have a good match, but he's not doing like the best work of his career. I mean, WWE, There's good wrestlers in WWE, but for the most part, like they've got into that rhythm and that style to where we can't really see them achieve that next level. So, I mean, I think you can make a legitimate case for different people. I mean, you could make the case for Randy Orton. I probably would say no, but I think the the actual debate is wide open on who the best wrestler in the world is, to be honest. Yes, sir. What's next? Which is Phillip's way of telling me to shut up and move on. Uh, Philip, not Philip, Flair, Charlotte Flair, takes on Asuka. And what happens after Asuka beats Charlotte the week before? Well, then Charlotte has to get her win back via a roll-up Shayna Baszler-esque finish. And now Charlotte gets the win. And yeah, I mean, Rhea Ripley hanging out. I mean, I guess we'll talk about Rhea Ripley in a little bit. But uh, I mean, really Good match from these two. I still think Riddle and Woods is a better match, but this is something that they've gone to the well, I think, one too many times. It was special back at WrestleMania 34. It's not exactly that anymore, and now they just throw it on Raw two weeks in a row, little build, and it does not have the gravitas it it used to have. 
or think it, you know, had at all. That's so. true. And people say 50-50 booking. That's not what this was. 50-50 booking isn't a thing. It's not. Do you know what happened? Oscar got one over on Charlotte. Charlotte got a leg up on her this week. That's all it was. But in the Brandon, last two weeks, if we're just going to go the last two weeks, what is each woman's winning percentage? B500. 88% chance of winning, right? I mean, does, Brett, that, you... does that take it into account the advantage that Charlotte doesn't have a chance in hell at beating Rhea Ripley? So then you take her 33rd and then add it to Rhea's and then you minus everything and carry the two and take the abacus, tilt it upside down and yeah. Don't forget the greater than sign. You always have to have that in there. I mean, Brandon, like you're, 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 you're a sports guy. I mean, like you ever played like a, a one-on-one game of basketball, you beat a guy and then like you run it back and then he beats you. You know what I mean? That's kind of that's never, all this. never lost. Never lost. Oh, never lost. There are only two people that are greater than Michael Jordan, and I'm both of them. Is that what you were going for? The only thing Michael Whitlock has the right to talk about is snacks. Okay. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean, right? Like I like I've I've had wrestling matches where I've beaten people, like, or not not even matches, but like little like little encounters, like Little, little scrimmages on the mat. I beat them. They got me. Okay, cool. You know, that's that's all it was. Never happened to me. Either I beat everybody or I always lose. There was oh. this one guy who we, I wrestled like, I don't know, maybe five times in middle school. Beat him every single time. And then we went to his, his gym. And we wrestled him, beat him. And then he asked for a rematch because it was it didn't even really matter. I was a little under the weather, weather you know, a little flu game action. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I've proven myself against you. I don't need to do it again. I don't want to hurt your feelings. Brandon, man, I'm telling you. Bro, and then I retired. If you had wrestled in high school, we might have crossed paths, bro. I'm too old. I, I'm, I'm telling you, like I was. I, 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 what, what were you doing in 2012? Ooh, actually, you know what? We I was living in Florida at the time. We wouldn't have crossed paths. Dang, like that fall, it. the fall of 2012, I started wrestling at Mount Eden. Yeah, mm-hmm. dang. I should have went as a freshman, bro. Maybe, maybe something could have happened. You never know. You never know. Anyway. Anyways, we're just going to skip on into the main event. Natalia and Tamina defeat Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax to retain their women's tag team titles. They didn't really build this match at all. We got some backstage stuff with uh, Shayna, Nia, and Reggie. Reggie is uh, still seeing stars, and he's very uh, – I don't even know what the word is for having a phobia of fire, but he has it. And uh, – Reggie gets involved, but then Shayna yells at him to go to the back, and then fires shoot out of the uh, the stage. No Alexa Bliss to be seen. I would assume that's to do with the the passing of Larry Steve. But uh, then Shayna gets all up in Reggie's face after she loses, because you know love a distraction, roll up finish in the main event of Raw. And they, I mean, she challenges Reggie that no circus to lay BS. She's just going to choke him out, and we're going to get a intergender Shayna Baszler Reggie match next week. Look, Reg- Reggie has pyrophobia. That's what he has. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Look it up on WebND. WebND MD. No, uh, healthline.com. Oh, okay. okay. Seems legit. Under the anxiety tab. Anxiety? 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 How do you say it? I don't know. It's Mental Health Awareness Month, so. Yes. There, there you go. I mean. Yes. 
Uh, Don't be afraid to ask for help. It is what it is. Shane is probably just going to choke him out, and that's going to be the end of it. After he does some some flippy-doos and does his best Simone Biles impersonation. Uh, Sticking in the women's division, we got Nikki Cross taking on Rhea Ripley in what I thought was the dumbest thing on Raw, and that is saying a lot. Shayna or uh, Charlotte and Rhea are yelling at each other back and forth, and Charlotte says that she can beat Nikki in two minutes, and then Rhea says, you know, I can beat Nikki in two minutes. And so then what happens? Rhea, who understands the entire point of this match is for her to beat the clock in two minutes, she gets carried away and just stomps a mud hole in Nikki in the corner. The time expires. She loses. And then Nikki, who was getting her thing beat in for like a minute and 50 of this match, starts celebrating like she won the, the damn Stanley Cup. Like she won the damn world title. Um, I, can't def- I can't defend this one. Usually I try, but I, I can't defend this one. The only positive thing is it only lasted two minutes. Yeah. Add another 10 on it next week and oh boy, what a barn burner. And they still have that god-awful new music for Nikki Cross because apparently she's not crazy anymore. She's just Scottish. And smiley. Yeah. The smiley Scott. Nikki Cross. Yeah. So now her and Killing Day and the only last members of Sanity. Yeah. Is she married to Killian Dan? Yeah, right. What's going on with Killian Dan? I like him. He, him, and Drake Maverick are running the tag team division. Really, man. When are they going to put the titles on Hit Row? I don't know. I guess you know. I was going to possibly bring up that we could talk NXT on the show, but uh, right. be keeping up. I hit hey hit row man. I I'll I, I keep up with that. Uh, Brianna Brady, you know she put. Put put up a little little cipher sesh on her on her Instagram page. I plugged it. She 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 liked it. I said hit row forever. She said thank you. Little, little little encounter right there. Working on getting her on the show. So uh, don't be shocked if you see Philip on next week's episode of NXT. Is what you're hey, doing. you know he, I, I I I can drop a bar or two or three or four maybe more. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. We got more Eva Marie vignette promo. We get kind of two two of these a week, but we get a new one once a week. And continuing on, I think for people who were skeptical and maybe thinking she was going to be a face, I, I think this is kind of cemented that she is going to be an arrogant, full of herself influencer heel. Apparently, she's not even going to be wrestling. I mean, the, the, isn't, that, isn't that a good thing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a good thing if Will Ospreay never wrestles again. Sure, don't talk about Eva that way. You know, I, I I was I was an advocate. I thought she would should have won the world title back when she was there the first round. I don't know. I don't I don't know what they're gonna do. It's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, she could pop in for like a Royal Rumble spot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess. But if we're gonna live the evolution, what does that even mean? She's just going to be like the new Sony Deville, and she's like a the HBIC. Thought that was Mia Yim. Well, I don't even know where Mia Yim is. Where the hell is Ke- Keith Lee? I don't know where Keith Lee is either. I miss Keith Lee, bro. I see him tweeting, but uh, uh yeah, he putting st- putting stuff on Instagram. You no, know, he's all up in the stories of Mia Yim, but he's not on Raw. Not sm- not even on main event. Not even on main event. Mia Yim gets COVID at the beginning of the year and then they never see him again. 
That's true. You know what we did see again? Shelton Benjamin versus uh versus uh Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. More 50-50 booking. You absolutely just love it's to see it. It's not 50-50 booking. Shelton well, got it's... one up on him last week. Cedric got one up on him this week. That's all it is. Okay, okay. Okay. Because we just live in the moment. We don't think about the past. Because Vince doesn't remember, nobody else does. Pepper's Farm remembers. Exactly. Pepperidge Farm yes. remembers. This is usually the part of the show where we talk about AEW, but it didn't come on last night. It comes on tomorrow night. Uh, Cindy will be joining me for a recap of that because I know Brandon has to record curveballs and chair shots, and he likes that show more than he likes this one. Well, breaking news, we're actually not going to record with curveballs and chair shots tomorrow. We're going to record it on Saturday. Oh, is Brandon, is Brandon coming on? Is he going to be no, on the recap? No, because I'm going to go to the A's game tomorrow, my first actual, like, non-pandemic pandemic thing i'm going to be doing and i'm going to be watching shohei otani just hopefully you know not carve up the ace too bad but he does good enough to where he can stay there for a little bit because i'm trying to see the greatest baseball talent we've seen since george herman ruth not, not barry bonds did barry bonds have a 2.3 era i don't know not A Rod. He's not. He, he, I thought A Rod. Did A Rod have a two point three ERA? Look, dude, I, I only know because I only know because I keep hearing about him. You know, during during those eras of time when they were hot. So I just made it the assumption that they were that they were those dudes back in that time. Were they not those dudes? They were those dudes, but those dudes didn't have a two point three ERA. You heard it here first. That's the name. That's the name of the. That's the name of the episode. That is the name of the episode right there. Philip, let me just let me just sit you down. I'm going to have the talk with you. So a, a, a 2.3 ERA, an ERA means an earned run average. So what that means is how what's the average number of earned runs the other team would score on a pitcher. Henceforth, Shohei Otani also pitches and he hits. So Barry Bonds and A-Rod didn't do those things. George Herman Ruth did those things back in the early 20th century. So that's why we haven't seen something like that since the babe. The uh, more you know. What, the, the ERA, what, what, what is it again? What, what's the number? 2.3. I got a 2.3 PTA. Yeah. What is a PTA? <laughs> I cannot say it during this recording. <laughs> I'll tell you off air. I'll tell you off air. Superstar Spotlight, who do we got? Who do we got? Uh, I'll let you know because Double or Nothing is this weekend. Uh, title is on the line. Our predictions will be on that show, Cindy and myself. I'll get uh, Brandon's uh, off off the record, you know. Uh, officially on the record, but not, but not no, on no, air. No, it's, it's off the record, but all my on the record picks are just everything that happened at Double or Nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you have one? Oh, my superstar spotlight. Well, let's see. I mean, we have, I guess we'll go on the NXT route since that was kind of the only other show of note that we didn't talk about. If I'm going to give it to somebody on NXT, I will give it to Karen Cross. Why not? I, I mean, the match with Finn Balor honestly wasn't that great, but he won the title and he's still champion. So good for him. Yes, it is. Brandon, tell us about our promo match picks of the week. Well, because uh, Philip can't think of anything, I've been tasked with doing the promo match pick once again, and we're going to go down the AEW route. Britt Baker 
We're going to go back in time, January 29th, 2020. This was back when we still had crowds, when COVID was a thing, but we didn't take it seriously. Britt Baker comes out onto the stage with old Tony Schiavone, and she just absolutely runs down Jim Ross, saying that she can't get people's name, he can't get people's names right, and only talks about her because she's a dentist, yada, yada, yada. This was kind of the, the impetus, not the first time she did this, but this was kind of the infancy of the Britt Baker character we see today. And the one that I assume almost everyone is going to think is going to win the women's title on Sunday. Uh, because she will win the woman's title on Sunday. That is my pick. She is my pick. And off the record, on the record, I also think she will win the women's title. I, I see. What's our match pick, man? Well, our match pick, we're going to go to double or nothing 2019, which just happened a couple of days ago. And I'm not going to pick one of the the big matches. I'm going to go with the opening match, which holds near and dear to my heart. We have SCU taking on uh, Shima, T-Hawk, and L. Litteman. So we had uh, two, or I guess three, of the uh, the Asian wrestlers from, from China, I believe. I forget exactly where they are from. But uh, taking on SCU, I mean, it was a fun opener. The crowd didn't really know too much about the Asian wrestlers, even though Shima is one of you know the best wrestlers in the last 20 years. Uh, but for my personally, the guy who was sitting, I think, in front of me might have had a little bit too much to drink. And the entire time, I forget which one it is. Maybe I think it was T-Hawk or the other guy, but it wasn't Shima. He was just yelling Speedo guy throughout the entirety of the match. So Speedo guy will always have a uh, warm place in my heart at Double or Nothing. <laughs> That's fun. Man, double or nothing. What a great time that was, bro. I oh man, it's it's crazy. We we would have went back the year the, the next year. Last year we would have been there. I would have kept holding on to those tickets until it, it finally came back, but then I just had to get my refund. Yeah, yeah. It uh it's a damn shame. When's Paul's, AEW coming to California? This is some BS. I'll I'll talk to Cody, man. I'll 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 find out what's going on. I'll find out what's going on. Follow us on Twitter at Bullocast, Instagram, the Bullocast, YouTube channel, the Bullocast. Email is Bullocast2 is the number two, sweet SWET at gmail.com. Uh, every Friday night from 11 p.m. to midnight, 104.7 FMK APU in Watsonville. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Patreon. We're all over the damn place. Uh, Friday, uh, Cindy and I recap of AEW Dynamite. Uh, Sunday, uh, Double or Nothing recap. Friday morning, West Coast Design interview goes up. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking to drop another interview within the next couple of weeks. I will be at Agua Megalomania on um, 619, June 19th. So if you're there, come up, say hi. I won't bite. Uh, I'll try to pull Brandon out for uh, the West Coast show on July 9th. I'll try to pull him out of his cave. I'm trying. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Me no go. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Stay clean, stay strong, stay safe, stay quarantined. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone messiah. We love you guys. This has been the Bullet Cast. Thank you for listening.